Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's 10 o'clock. Good morning. Nedlak is today expected to consider trade union NUMSA's application to go on strike. The union says the action is against what it calls rampant corruption in the public and private sectors, which undermine existing jobs and robs working class and ordinary people of their socio-economic needs. Marisa Simos has more. NUMSA has made several demands in its application to Nedlak. The demands include, among others, that a commission of inquiry be established to probe the impact of corruption on the provision of of basic services, the state's compliance to the preferential procurement policy and the effectiveness of the country's anti-corruption institutions. The union says it's also concerned about state-owned companies violating the preferential procurement policy framework, which is intended to get government agencies to produce locally manufactured goods and services. NUMSA said various unions have indicated that they would join the protest action, which would include marches, rallies, pickets, strikes and stayaways by workers. Marisa Samoz, SAB News, Johannesburg. Police have defended their decision to protect British-American tobacco trucks, saying criminals target them because the commodity that they transport is in demand. In one incident last week, the driver of a British-American tobacco truck was arrested together with his alleged hijackers by the police in Cape Town. Police spokesperson Solomon Mahale. BAT is a main player in the tobacco manufacturing industry have a different distribution model compared to other smaller players. They deliver directly to the retailers. They don't need to use wholesalers. At some point, they were in the region of about 10 robberies per day involving BAT vehicles. We're currently talking about four incidents per day. The South African Police Union's Oscar Scomere says the SAPS should stop justifying its protection of the company trucks and instead allow crime intelligence to deal with the issue. We do have you know, crime intelligence which can, 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 can give that kind of a analysis and information as to how crime is happening and so forth. So in these instances, it's members who are technically highly we know, trained who are ordered to wear private clothes to be in those vehicles because when we listen to our members, that really was uncalled for and it's a problem. Moving abroad now, queues have formed at some Greek banks as they reopen for the first time in three weeks. They've opened their doors after Parliament in Athens passed austerity measures last week as part of a bailout plan. Some restrictions remain in place. Mark Lowen reports from Athens. A daily withdrawal limit will become a weekly one, capped at 420 euros. No checks can be cashed, no new accounts opened, and there's a block on capital transfers abroad. Meanwhile, restaurants and taxis will feel a hit today as VAT runs rises from 13 to 23 percent. With the austerity measures passed and the deal with creditors reached, Greece will be able to access emergency funding to make a large repayment to the European Central Bank today, avoiding the threat of default. Further hurdles lie ahead, though, including more reforms to pass in Parliament on Wednesday. And finally, Malaysia is calling for an international tribunal in the downing of a commercial airliner over Ukraine that killed 298 people a year ago. Flight MH17 crashed in eastern Ukraine in July 2014 after it was apparently shot down by a missile. The country's foreign ministry says it's important for the UN Security Council to take clear and decisive action against those responsible for the the downing of the plane. Russia has rejected the proposal. 
Top straw in Edlak is today expected to consider trade union NUMSA's application to go on strike. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudhish Anadu. I'll be back at 11.